Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Timeless Podcast here today, episode 52 uh, here with Macaulay and Owen. How are you doing? My voice is screwed because you can tell I'm wearing the same shirt as episode 50. Yeah, I know I've already recorded 51. My recording schedule was all over the gaff. Um, so yeah, so I've already recorded episode 50 today and I'm recording this one. But I've got these two chats with me to talk about the Doctor Who movie, which I believe is called Doctor and the Daleks. Owen, tell me I'm right. <laughs> Thank you. It is, yeah. Yeah, cool. How are you both? Please speak. Have a conversation amongst yourselves. I'll just sit here and cry. No, I'm not doing too bad. Keeping busy with DIY and stuff and catching up on the Season 8 box set. Uh, but apart from that, doing well. Yeah, I've nearly finished my Season 8 box set. I watched, um, I'm on the bonus disc now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I watched the um, interview with Katie Manning that's done by, um, is it Matthew Sweet? Um, I'm not sure. I've I've not got to that part yet. I've I've literally just been watching. Uh, I've watched all the episodes first, and then went on to sort of like the bonuses on each disc. Um, and then yeah, now I'm on the bonus disc. Uh, and I've watched one thing on there. Um, so do you? Come so for example, if you put in um, Terror of the Autons, do you just watch the episode and that's it, and then move on to the next disc and watch the next episode? Well, what I usually do is that I'll watch the story and then straight after that, I'll watch Behind the Sofa. Um, um, so yeah. I've done those already. I, so I, I, I made a very executive decision, uh, just just quickly bump in, because my PlayStation 4 broke the day after the box set was here. And literally two hours before I was watching the Terror of the Autons disc, but I took it out to put a game in. So if I didn't do that, I would have had to have deconstructed the entire PS4 to ship out the disc and try and grab Terror of the Autons. But uh, Terror of the Autons is safe. I'm now waiting on the PS5, but there are no drops at the minute, so it's a bit difficult. Um, Yeah, yeah. I was going to go for a digital edition, and then I thought, hang on. No, don't go digital. Exactly. (laughs) Digital, and then you're stuck at Sony's prices, which is like hella expensive. Yeah. You don't want to pay Sony prices for games. Sorry, Sony. Yeah. And yeah, it ruins the second-hand market as well. Like, you can buy a second-hand game for a tenner, or the only option you have is then buying a digital one. And if you buy a digital yes. game, then like, you can't sell it. Exactly. So that's my reason. Exactly. You'd save more money in the long run that way. Plus, Blu-ray player. Yeah. Um, it does a season eight box set, though. I do exactly the same with what you do, Owen, but probably in reverse. I watch the behind the sofa first. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, I just really enjoy it. It's my favourite feature, of, like the whole box sets. It's like Doctor mm. Who does Google Box. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like watching the stories that have been um, sort of. I mean, obviously, they've all mostly been remastered as, as much as they possibly can. Um, and then you've got all the new special effects and, and CSO and CGI and all that with some of them as well um and then so for example watching terror the autons watching that with the special effects uh, and then going on to watching behind the sofa and then seeing like how it was because obviously they're watching the dvd version yeah uh, and then seeing the comparison you, and then you spot things oh yeah because that's different and that's different and you you, you tend to spot things yeah. you didn't see before which is what um, i do but the other way around and it's so interesting especially with terror like the the amount of effort that's gone into that, especially with the, um, the CSO stuff, is insane. 
yeah i mean that 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 kitchen is such an improvement um yeah is it the security kitchen no um yeah i was i was lucky to be one of the many people on the tsv this 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 past weekend well actually probably two weeks or three weeks by the time this comes out because i don't know when it's coming out um so there could be doctor who news by then who knows but yeah um that i was on with chris, chris chapman pete mctigh all those guys lead binding others is and essentially they give them 50 minutes of the episode to watch i thought it was just clips and they were like oh look at that funny clip of doctor who no 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 but no they give them a 50 minute cut like an omnibus which i thought ah. that's it like for the seasons like season 14 there's six stories like they watch like the same that's a long shift like mm. like you can get away with it with the mccoy ones because it's four four part you know four stories it's an easy day yeah but Christ, but I haven't been able to watch these season eight yet because I did shoot out of a Blu-ray player at the minute. So I really hope I can get my hands on a PS5 before I move back. Fingers crossed. Because yeah, my friend just said get a PS4, end. but literally Macaulay and Owen will say there's no point in getting a PS4 if I still plan to get a PS5 anyway. Exactly. Like, it's the point. Um, you just have to wait. Just sort of, uh, you know, as 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 painful it is waiting, it's best just to wait it out until you do until you do get a PS5. Why are we waiting? Yeah. Why are we waiting? Yes. Um, but yeah, um, with the bonuses, I've uh, I, I watched about three of them last night, I think, because um, after watching Colony in Space, because I did Demons first because um, of the watch along. Uh, and then, yeah, onto the second disc of Colony, they had one episode on there. I think it's episode two um and it was an early um i think it was an early edit and it was in hd um and so i just watched that so yeah just, just watching that episode all over again i don't know why um but uh i mean to me it's it didn't because we're doctor who fans and we're mad and we watch these things for no reason so. it, to me it just didn't seem much different to um the same episode on disc one um but most likely i went on to watching uh the direct route i think it was called um so you've got um tim coombs graham harper and uh michael e. bryant going around visiting all the locations uh used in that series and then I think the one that fascinated me more was the one that they use in Colony in Space because you see it in Colony in Space and it's just like like a, a clay quarry and it's just completely grey and dull and miserable looking but you, you see it as it is now and it's full of this greenery, like greenery and water and it just it, it, it's beautiful now compared to what it was. Yeah. Um, and they're they're going to be doing some development on it apparently. I guess I guess the colony actually worked in the end. Yeah. Terraform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, personally, I think they should just leave it alone and let nature take its course on it. So I think it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I watched Living with Levine. Was was that on the Colony in Space DVD? Because it had the copyright of twenty thirteen on it. It must have been. Because I, I don't think I'd ever heard of it before. 
I'm not sure, but I think it's one of those DVDs where the story wasn't the best story, so you didn't really pay much attention to it. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, I watched that, and uh, for most part of it, Toby Haydock just looked like he was in pain just being there. <laughs> <laughs> and just like just you two in this honest. current podcast. No, I'm joking. Wow. Because um, like, he's, wow. he's like censored three times. Um, Levine, that is not Haydock. Um, and uh, and then ends up talking, like saying this joke about a vibration. You think, is this appropriate? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to know about Toby Haydock's vibrator. Um, <laughs> Wait till you get to the Kitty Manning's interview. It gets a bit uh, in that as well. <laughs> is the season eight box set just very saucy? I think yeah. sometimes Katie just forgets she's being recorded and she's just sort of like... I think Katie's just Katie, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard the, the commentary on uh, Death of the Doctor on the... Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if it's on the... Um, oh, where, where did I watch it on? It, it was on the, the Green Death DVD because uh, as a bonus on there. What is a DVD? Um, um, but I think they've then also put it on the Blu-ray as well. And, uh, yeah, the commentary between her and Russell T. Davies is just hilarious uh, because they're like two giggly school children. Um, and then they, they sort of like go to say something that's a bit, uh, probably a bit risque. And then they think, oh, no, hang on, we can't say that here. Um, <laughs> there might be children listening. You almost um, want like an R-rated version of that conversation. Yeah. 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 But, yep. um, yeah, um, at some point I'll, um, I'll, I'll give a watch um, the rest of the stuff on the bonus disc um, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching the uh, Katie interview and also uh, Terence and me as well uh, because it was all sort of filmed uh, in my area where I live nice. so yeah it should be interesting yeah I'm looking forward to the Terence and me um, yeah, I always enjoy those moon yeah. balloon films to do such a good job on those yeah yeah another cracking box set season eight like yeah i thought i thought yeah. it was shit to be honest with you i mean john pertwee who likes that i'm joking uh every single set has love every single set has love and yeah but we all know every single set is of the same quality because they have every, each individual set has the same amount of love and care and everything yeah. put into it, which is the reason why we probably haven't had sets like season 20 that have been rumoured, because they could release them, but they wouldn't be as good as they want them to be. And that's why I haven't yeah. done it, you know? Mm. So yeah. massive respect. You've redeemed them. yourself there, Alex, because that poetry comment would have got rid of all of your three listeners. <laughs> all of the YouTube audience are gone, but the 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 the, the, uh, the roughly on average, actually, Macaulay on average actually get thirty-seven listeners an episode over over it, the it audience. Probably would have uh, cleared so, away well, some well, of the host. Well, what do you want for me, Macaulay? Ten to thousand? Yes. Hashtag yeah, uh, Times yeah. podcast cancelled. Um, yeah, it's sponsored by uh, Surfshark. Um, nice. Yeah. Macaulay, you said there was some merch or something, right? I don't actually know what this is about. He just said that something came out today as we are filming. Oh, yeah, they announced the uh, the new Funko game expansion today. So there's... um. Have you seen this, Owen? Uh, yes, uh, they've released some uh, Doctor Who characters on there. 
Yeah, um, so it's Funko Pop Doctor. Blitz, I think, as the game's called, which is essentially Candy yeah. Crush, but with pop figures. And you collect them digitally, all these different figures and stuff, different franchises. And today they announced they're adding five Doctor Who ones, which is kind that of... That sounds, sounds a bit like that uh, game they did, uh, Doctor Who Legacy. And yeah, yeah so I don't collect that, all the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is kind of odd they announced that today, because in the last week or so, there's been sort of talk about them dropping the licence, because Funko vaulted every single Doctor Who product they own, essentially. Yeah. Um, including, like, the pairs, the key rings, um, obviously the pops and stuff like that. So people were saying um, that they dropped the licence, which is kind of confusing that they've now announced this. So are we going to get some more Yeah, product? I mean, it's... Like, so what's what was the point of putting them in the game and making a thing of it if they're not going to produce any more products? Like, yeah, it just seems that at the moment their figures they have like a new figure, and then after so long of it being out, it will then be vaulted, uh, and they'll stop doing it. Um, and at the moment, on the Doctor Who front, it's been really, really quiet. That they've not yeah, released so I've, more... got, I've got all of them here in the background. All the Doctor Who ones. Um, yeah. And the last one they released, I think, was the Pating, I believe. Yeah, because they did the uh, the Pating, Tim Shaw, uh, and they also did the Kablam Man, uh, 13th Doctor with Goggles, and the Reconnaissance Dalek. Um, yeah, and they did one more, I think. Um, what was the other one? Oh, Missy? Yeah, they did Missy. They did the Bastion Arada. And that was the last oh, wave because they, they changed the packaging style because it all started off with this like yellowy colour one. And then was they the Bastion Arada one a, a glow in the dark? Yeah, it's really cool actually. Um, yeah, and obviously we had the I'm San Diego. It was a convention exclusive because I've never seen that. Yeah, it was a New York one. Um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so they changed it yeah. to this packaging um, from, I think, from this pop onwards. Um, yeah, because um, they, they did it with that and Missy. That and Missy, yeah. And then, oh, and they did it with the uh, um, the Clara tribute artist as well. Right, okie dokie. Um, but they were the only three that got that new packaging because the new Jody packaging changed again to that yellow yeah. Um, again, but not, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like all the merchandise at the moment, they're, they're just moving on to that sort of uh, blue and grey silver um, style packaging uh, and they've ditched the sort of blue and yellow. Yeah, which I think works. It's really nice. Yeah. It makes yeah. it look more premium, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think yeah. a lot of branding tends to, like, brands do that with their branding. They, they tend to opt with more grey because it, it just looks more yeah as you say premium and you know a bit more professional looking I suppose yeah the way. greys the royal blues the silvers the blacks um, yeah yeah there we go um yeah so no, I can't tell you about Funko Pops because I've never owned one in my life um I've got I've only got one I, I, I bought one to throw out the window it's a canine that was it. 
because it was at, it was at the time of it was at the time of civil it was at the time of civil war and someone bought me like I think it was must have been a Bucky or a Winter Soldier pop and I think they're both bland which is why I'm not incredibly looking forward to to Falcon and Winter Soldier but again though episode one hasn't even come out yet when we're recording this so it could be great in terms of I'm loving it but I threw Bucky out the window um, wow. Anyway, uh, I'm going to let Owen take the lead on explaining what we're reviewing this week because he, he wanted to do this. Um, so I didn't even, well, he literally, like two weeks ago, the conversation about we were all on Zoom and was like, oh, I'll do Dr. Who movie. Macaulay was like, oh, why not? And I was like, didn't even well, say I yes think yet. The main reason I think the main reason we're doing it is because the fact that I hadn't seen it or hadn't given it a fair chance. Neither, neither have I. I hadn't seen it either. I didn't, I've never got past the first 10 minutes, which I'll explain why in due course. Okay, okay, right. So, uh, Doctor Who and the Dalek, uh, which does uh, Peter Cushing as Doctor Who, because that's what he's called in this, uh, as opposed to um, the the BBC television series where he's called the Doctor. Um, and then you've also got the amazing Roy Castle, who uh, I, I think he uh, appeared in uh, Carry On films. He did. Um, and, did and did that sort of stuff with Pinewood. Um, and then you've also got uh, Jenny Linden, uh, who plays uh, the sort of the eldest granddaughter, uh, and then uh, Roberta Tovey, who plays uh, little Susan. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I, th- I think there's a great cast there. Um, yeah. So going on what you were saying about um, Roy Castle being in Carry On, so I've yeah. read some notes. You know, been prepared. okay. Um, so <laughs> right, the, the so first... I was just thinking, as like a format for this, because there's three of us, should we all give our general opinions first and then go into stuff? Do you think that'd be better, or do you think just go into um, I think we just do it in chronological order, so we just talk uh, about it in like certain bits and then just see what each uh, of us say. All right, that. I'll start. The first five minutes are god awful. It's one of the worst openings to any film I've ever watched in my life. Well, it is a bit slow to start off with. No, it's nothing to do I with that. I will admit it's, that. It's too fast because they're like, right, in this film, we can't open it like the Daleks. So we have to introduce Ian as this new boyfriend and he gets within the TARDIS within three minutes and they're off. And he doesn't care that this man has put with a, a police box on the bigger on the inside, looks at the outside and goes... Eh. I suppose they do just want to, you know, get to the point of it. Um, but it makes I mean, no it, it, it is an adaptation of a it TV series. It makes no sense. Series. They could have at least had a scene of the Doctor explaining something. Like, you mean Doctor Who? Oh, sorry, Doctor Who, um, explaining something uh, to, to, to Ian, but no. And they have this really weird gag where he forgets his name the whole time. I don't know, which obviously is not in the serial. And it's like, it's not funny. It's weird. The first five minutes as well, because the one day I was at this film overall, it looks wonderful for a 1960s film. And I, it, lo- it genuinely looks beautiful. But the set they've got of the house looks really shit. The TARDIS looks really shit. Like... <laughs> The stuff on Scaro is great, like in terms of how it looks. We'll get into the story elements later on. Also, I haven't really watched the Dalek serial, but I can tell you this first five minutes was not in it. Although they were like, right, so we're going to do an established serial. How do we um, how do we get get it going? You know, because at the end of the original serial, they're all together. Right, five minutes. He's a new boyfriend. Susan and this is a bit sassy. See, like you know, it's like what's going on. <laughs> Soft centres, that's what's going on. Um, yeah, so what I'd written down, essentially, which I think sums up the first sort of 10, 10 minutes, is it was like a carry-on film, I thought. 
the first sort of like 10 minutes, like the cheesiness. Yeah. Um, even even Barbara looks like Barbara Windsor with her blonde sort <laughs> yeah, of beard. Right. <laughs> but saying that, you know, it is the, the 60s and, you know, it was all done by yeah, Pinewood. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I suppose it was just it all... Fits, it fits in that sort of bubble, doesn't it? With like yeah. the most cheesy sort of hammer horror films and things as well. Like, mm. um, But yeah. I haven't really seen um, Peter Cushing or anything else really apart from Star Wars. So Star Wars. Um, I was like, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we had Dr. Grand Moff Tarkin who in his TARDIS. Um, as Alex said, I wasn't a fan of the first sort of five, ten minutes, which is why I've never really given the movie a chance, just because, you know, as a kid diehard Doctor Who fan you know you know the facts in your head and when you watch this movie um coming into it I personally can't get past that first bit of him being Doctor Who and why is Susan a child like a really young child it's just a bit odd for me and Barbara's obviously her sister in this and um yeah Ian as a boyfriend doesn't quite fit in my head but after carrying on through that first 10 minutes it's sort of it picks up and it's just like a normal film and, and a film yeah. that I find incredibly dull. Mm. Oh, no. So, Owen, do you want to talk about what happens next? So we've we've gone in the TARDIS. We've obviously um, accidentally pushed the lever. Yeah. And um, they've turned up. Um, so they've uh, they basically uh, opened the doors. And, you know, obviously with this police box, it's different. The doors open outwards as opposed to the TV series where all the doors open inwards. Um, and they've landed on this uh, jungle-looking planet, uh, except all the life on it seems to be petrified. You, you just touch a tree branch and it'll just snap off in your hands. Um, and they're just sort of discovering all this, you know, weird phenomenon around them. Uh, so the petrified jungle and there's, you know, this this you know flower and everything it's all delicate and everything uh and then there's a, a weird uh statue of a dragon or maybe the dragon's petrified i don't exactly know um and then eventually they come across this city um but ian's a bit too uh chicken to go and discover what it is so they go back to the police box um and then try and get back home, except the Doctor has, uh, sorry, Doctor Who has um, sabotaged the TARDIS by taking out the fluid link uh, or knocking it out of place so it won't work, just so they can go back to the Dalek City so they can explore it and claim to get some more uh, mercury for the fluid link. Um, and then, yeah, on the way there, um, they then sort of like have to try and work a way of getting into um, the Dalek city. Obviously struggling to find a way, well, Ian anyway, because I, I think it's that sort of like slapstick comedy with Pinewood, you know, that just make it difficult for him, really. Um, and, he does seem uh, to have that sort of aspect all the way through the film, I think. Like, he's just a bit... Yeah. At times yeah. he's a bit gormless, at times he's a bit ditzy, it's, yeah. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, everyone has to sort of like come back out again to help Ian, yeah. uh, and then they have to get in eventually, and then Barbara 
uh, <laughs> ends up being ambushed by a Dalek backed into a corner. Yeah, this is this is where this is where I get really nitpicked, right? So obviously this is an adaptation of the serial, and I'm not I'm not judging it based on that because I haven't seen it. But I will say there are bits that this could be in the serial as well. And, uh, I don't have a problem with it. So there's a bit where they go into the dark sea, and to open a door, they need to sit on a stool or something, right? Yeah. And I don't get it because a Dalek couldn't fucking do that. So I've written half a page on just the doors. It's captured doors. Like how does it work? How does it work? I don't understand it. It makes no sense. But, yeah. So I've got a whole like paragraph about like that whole scene. So see, like how does the Daleks sit on the seat? How do they do it? Like yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. And look, you could say it's the sixties, let it go, but no, because they like look, and if I'm television should be held to the same standards in terms of storytelling as I'll let effects and visuals and all that go but that's ridiculous like it's not like going oh and it's just for a little gag and then essentially Doctor Who and Ian have to keep the door open for little by the way I'll say this Susan way better than the Susan in the series I don't mind this Susan I quite like it <laughs> I think she's actually got a bit of character which is something that the other Susan doesn't have um and she's less moany. She does. She does some shit. So, yeah. And I'm sure she'll, you know, ha- happily, you know, stand right next to you at a convention. Yeah, Pr- you know, pre-COVID times, uh, and maybe post when you know it's all over with. Um, uh, you know, as opposed to um, Susan from the TV series, uh, who who stands about a mile away from you. For, yeah. for what I've seen, anyway. Mm. But yeah, that, that door scene, so obviously Ian's trying to get through the doors. He's doing this weird sort of like um, time thing where he touches it and runs to the door and he fails every time. And even so though he knows it's not fast enough, he's still not taking the hint. And obviously Barbara screams and then they run through the next door without touching anything. Like, yeah, mm. it's just odd. And then they obviously do it with Susan and Susan fucking beats him anyway. And when she goes for it, it's just, yeah. It's just Ian, I think, just called the short straw in this film. Yeah, yeah and like... He's the yeah. short straw person. Like, and then also, um, yeah, so that, by the way, I think we have to admit the sets look incredible. Like, this whole area looks legitimately great. Like, like, I watched I watched it and, and I went, and I watched it and I went, this looks like mega. Like, I, was, I wasn't looking at that going, that looks cheap. I was going, I thought this would look a lot more shit. Like even the outside. I tell you what would set. disappoint you though was that because obviously uh, where where I've got this 4K television now and and I've got a, a copy of it on Blu-ray. Um, when they're outside the Dalek City, to the left-hand side of the doors, sort of like or rather around sort of like the the door section, on the walls, it's got this sort of like um, bronze uh, textured effect on it, and it's basically textured wallpaper with bronze paint on it. Um, because I just sort of like hang on, I recognize that style of wallpaper. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically what they've done to style the walls of the city, yeah. It's yeah, so but no, I, I do, I do appreciate it. And I, so, when you messaged me, and essentially, although we, I don't agree with you on this point, you were like, you have to take it in the context. It's the first time they've seen the Daleks in color, and look, the Daleks look incredible. There is no doubt, and the Daleks look mm. insane. But but for me, the but, story is not there. The the wrap up is way too quick, by the way. 
I looked at it and I was like, right, they're going through a cave. And then it was like, oh, there's eight minutes left of the film. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, to be honest, you, you should watch like the, the TV serial next and, and, and see how how it's much of a slog long. that one is to get it's through. too long man it's too exactly long. do you know that that's that's why i prefer to watch the film because it, it's not as long and you just just breeze through it hmm. but plus yes. you've also got annoying t- uh, annoying susan in in the tv serial you need to watch the tv serial alex it's honestly worth doing um but it's I obviously the first it's, first it's the first serial with a monster in it I, 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 th- I, th- I, think I, would, I think I would genuinely rather have like a stomach ache than sit through seven parts of Susan Foreman. <laughs> Honest to God, I think that would well, be less... Ex- I really hope it pops up in your, um, your review thing next. I really do. I guarantee it will, knowing our luck, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's, let's also talk about the fact that Susan, is, she gets a lot to do. I do like what she does. They kind of let her run off, and then she uh, she gets uh, apprehended, as accosted by this 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 person who is like a. You need to explain this. So I, I I I my brain's fucked. <laughs> um. Well, he's he's one of the Thals, isn't he? So uh, are you talking about sort of when she goes running back to the Tardis? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh yeah. I know why I brought that up. So in this in this story. Fucking Susan's on a drugs run. Like, legitimately, she's on a drugs run. She's a drug, she's a drug mule. <laughs> yeah. And she's the drugs like, given to her. She's like eight years old. She's more like a walking chemist. Um, yeah. Yeah, she gets drugs by a superhero dressed drag queen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, all a thousand. Yeah, so, so suddenly this thal turns up. Yeah. You okay, hun? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fucking. We hell. need an edit of that now. I think. But no. Yeah. It's just. It's thal, just. Thal thal turn it into race. a gif. He just, you, we, the scene where he just opens the door and you see him. Legitimately, it was like uh, it was the scene where the the, uh, the thal comes in. He's like, I tried to speak to you earlier to hand you the drugs. Here's some more. I literally openly laughed at that dialogue. Yeah. I was like. Here's some secret, and here's some special drugs to keep secret and hidden. Don't tell the adult. It's like, what the fuck? It's like they knew what they were doing. Is that, oh, you have to tell me. Obviously, Susan's a bit older, but is that a thing in the serial as well? Uh, Yes, I believe it is. They had Susan drugs. Oh my God. Yeah. Honestly, they weren't just any any drugs, they're anti radiation drugs. Yeah, does she yeah. take them? Because then she might become a good character. Oh, wait. Um, um, I mean, obviously, they all have to uh, take it because they're all suffering from effects of radiation where they're all just... Yeah, they're all, uh, they're, they're all in the prison and... cell and they're all just sort of like starting to drop like flies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so she, she ends up discovering the Thal and uh, taking the uh, anti-radiation drugs back to the... Uh, Dalek City. Um, so then she's got some for herself and the others, and then some for the Daleks because they're after some. Um, so they can then leave the city outside of their casings. But yeah, that all doesn't go according which, to which plan. I, which I thought was an interesting story. I mean, I know it's not an innovative one because it's been 
been done. But I thought it was an interesting story. But I don't really want to talk about the story of the film because it's not original. You know, there are original elements, I'm sure. But I can't really go, oh, yeah, the script writing of the story was really good because they just ripped a television story. <laughs> so it's mm. it's kind of difficult yeah. to review this on a story level, you know. Um, I think we're just, like, basing it on looks, I guess, and aesthetic. And yeah, like, it's looks, aesthetic. Mm. I, I will say I this. I think there I, is one, one thing about it that... Um, all future episodes with Daleks have basically um, knocked uh, the very first Dalek story out of place. The whole thing that uh, the Daleks were powered by static electricity, by having metal floors and everything, um, because uh, Genesis of the Daleks, I mean, I, that, that's basically like, this is my point, is, this is where it knocks it out of place. They don't have any sort of like static or anything like that to use in this particular story. Um, and it's certainly not mentioned either. So uh, it just seems to me that the Daleks have, you know, at some point, maybe during the war, lost their capabilities of moving uh, unassisted and then need static electricity or or something like yeah. that yeah or maybe it's a know. budget cut you know just, yeah you know, um, ones in the city aren't allowed that extra technology <laughs> yeah um and, and yeah that that's just sort of thrown um that sort of thing off the axis as it were yeah because um, dollar Convention of earth they add the thicker bases which um accommodates for that not having yeah. static then the little dishes on the back is like a radio signal don't they yeah. And then the next time we see them is um The Chase. The Chase, yeah, and they have the slats. And I think the slats are described as like uh um like solar panels essentially. So they're powered by like sun. Mm. Um but even then, then I, you know, Genesis of the Daleks, they've got slats in that one. So And they're yeah, in the bunker, the, yeah, it's yeah. Mm. It's all over the place, but we don't question it because it's Doctor yeah, Continuity. Yeah, continuity. Don't think they thought yeah. that one through. Um, exactly. No. Um, right. I think we need to talk about the cast changes. Right. So, first of all, Susan, much better. But I've always disliked Susan. So, you could put a pile of shit on the screen, to be honest, and it would be better. At least it wouldn't go, grandfather, grandfather. The entire fucking episode. Get your shit together, Susan. This is not your time. Yeah, so our first season was probably better in this than poor Caroline yeah. Ford in the original serial. Um, Ian, I think, was very Ian and Barbara, down. Ian and Barbara well, just yeah. not on a, are not on the same level. Gonna be honest, I don't remember a single thing Barbara did in that episode. What in in the film or the serial? Apart in, she, in, she, the, in she's the basically film. like the Yaz of today. Um, she oh, well, well, the only thing the is picking up some porridge and spatting it over the Dalek's eye. To yeah. Escape from. That's yeah. All I can uh, uh, and also, uh, you know, yeah. So, yeah, but oh, yeah, you're right. But let's talk about Doctor Who himself, Peter Cushing. What do we all think? I love the cushion. I think he's just he, amazing in anything he does. I agree. I think he's definitely not going. He's going for like a Hartnell, but not Hartnell, but at the same time. So it's different. Yeah, and I, I like. I mean, that he, because he's more of a scatterbrains. This one, I think. He's a bit more like your weird uncle that's got 
has had too much coffee, you know. Um, you know. Yeah, and he obviously has the um, the Hartnell and like, sort of stuff, doesn't he? Obviously, with like, he has the hair. same like morals of Hartnell as well. Like, yeah, he, and he does the, the way uh, the, the way he yeah the way he speaks is very Hartnell as well. He speaks like William Hartnell would obviously because the lines were written for William Hartnell, but he also without all that them in his, and things. Yeah, yeah, without the whole hmm, idea stuff. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah, I, I, I think he's. I think he's great. Um, he plays it more straight, I think, rather yeah. than all the, the sort of catchphrasy noise stuff. But kind mm-hmm. of, like, not yes. saying that it's, it's bad, but it's more to the point in this. So, you know, you can cut out half an hour of Hartnell's speech to get rid of all the hmms. Um, yes, yeah. exactly. But yeah, I thought Cushing was great. Um, the costume was nice. Um, kind of wanted the jacket to be a bit longer, but, you know, can't have everything. <laughs> That's yeah, Macaulay's review. Um, the jacket was too fucking small. Yeah, you know, I'm known for my jackets. You know. <laughs> he wasn't wearing dungarees. No. But yeah, in terms of, like, costume, they made it colourful, as long, along with, obviously, the Daleks. You get a really nice, beautiful red one. Um, and obviously, the city is all nice and colourful. You get your, your blues, your golds, your rose golds. Um, they really went for the... This is in colour. We're going to go for it, and went all over the place, and it it, yeah. it worked. It was really beautiful, um, wonderfully, and the scale of it was amazing as well. Like in the serial, they're obviously filming a little studio, so you get those like little trees and stuff. But in this one, obviously, it's made in Hollywood, so um, you get the massive scale of the landscapes. You see the massive um, cliff tops. You see how far in the distance, like the mountains and the landscapes are. And it gives you a real sense of danger when they're climbing up the hill um, or the cliff face, like sort of like um, third way in. And yeah, the danger just seems a lot more legit than the serial, which I really admire. Yeah. Um, so I, I think uh, because I know it was uh, it was filmed slightly different to any other film. It was shot on like a, a smaller film for budgetary reasons, uh, which I think is why it's got that sort of like letterbox view uh which i think looks it, it gives like the, those landscapes that amazing look um and yeah i i think th- th- just because they've shot it in that particular way uh works extremely well and it comes out in hd very well as well um yeah and i just like the the the, the use of uh the 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 colors as well i mean especially like when they're in in the jungle and it's all lit up with the blues and the greens um and even the the lighting effects of the storm that's going on which i presume is probably triggered off by the radiation um and then yeah you, you go into the 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 city and you've got all the as you say all the rose golds and the reds and you know all, all those sort of like richer colors um so yeah, in, in in terms of you know the looks of it, it it, it does look amazing. Um, and that red Daleks, it's got to be my favourite one out of all of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I you got the Dalek one. Yeah. So there's there's one bit. Like, I really don't like the end of the film. I feel like obviously they were condensing it for 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 good reason because the other one's fucking long. But there's there's a scene in this film that makes no sense to me. And it might be in the original series or it might not. 
where they go into the cave and Ian's got to jump. Ian's tied himself around the rope around his chair, like his yeah. you know, abdomen area. And this guy jumps, misses it, and then starts to cut himself off to like essentially kill himself. And then lands is like, save me! It's like, what, what, what were you doing, you twat? <laughs> like, I, did, I watched that and went, what was the point of all of that? Yeah, they, they had that in the serial as well. It makes no sense. Like, at all. It's like, it's a, he's, he's a little twat anyway. He's like, I don't want to come. And the guy saves him. And then he does a jump, tries to kill himself. He's like, no, I don't want to die, but always kills Ian in the process. Twat. Twat. Yeah. I just watched that and I went, I went, what? <laughs> I think it was with that particular character, it was just sort of pure hysteria because obviously he didn't want to face the Daleks. So it's like, I'd rather die at his own merits than get killed by yeah. a Dalek, essentially. But I don't think that came across very well in the film, essentially. Yeah. Because um, I didn't understand it either. But um, yeah, you've studied this film very religiously Owen. so i think you yeah. you understand it I mean, I've, I've watched it so many times i think the first time i watched it was probably back 2005 2006 so it was sometime shortly after doctor who came back and um my mum shouted out to me that um uh, the dalek films were on tv so i was like oh okay so i, I watched them and, and and yeah i love them um and, and they've always been uh, a favourite of mine. And then sort of going back and watching sort of like the TV serials. And yeah, I just wasn't as keen on, on those um, as opposed to the, the movies. Because um, they're, they're a lot longer. And the first time I watched the TV serial of The Dalek's Invasion first, I fell asleep through it. <laughs> I, oh, I, I haven't watched I that. I haven't, I haven't watched that one either. I'm yeah, going to say that Dalek Invasion of Earth is probably my, one of my favourite Dalek stories. It was one of the first ones I've watched. I've really enjoyed it's it. Too long. Really... It's too long, man. It's too long. Yeah, was, the story is great. I even have a poster in my bedroom of um, the, the Forbidden Bodies one. It's great. Oh, um, yeah, it's forbidden to uh, dump bodies into the river. Yeah, it's also one of my favourite Dalek designs. I just love the, the larger bumpers that they have. Yeah. I just think they're cooler. One bit as well that I found, obviously it's up its time, and that I, this is why I'm not judging it too heavy. There was a scene where they planned this breakout, right? And they're out, and they put Ian inside the Dalek, which is fine, because at that point, Dalek law was what have you, and I'm not bothered that. But they put him in so easily, but they can't get it off at all. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, he got in. In like 10 seconds but oh no it's stuck and somehow he gets himself out but they can't help him i'm like what the fuck like like <laughs> again it's the logic and then somehow the lift goes up it doesn't come oh, sorry, the, the, the lift goes down but it's like oh yeah he's screwed somehow he got in it without the daleks noticing again it's just i like the whole tricking thing with him being inside the dalek and him doing the whole voice like, i will take their prisoners that's all great but then it's the whole, oh, no, we have to have a moment of peril here so we can't do something really easy thing that I don't yeah, like. I think they, they, they basically did exactly the same thing in the TV serial as well. They did, yeah. I don't like it. And obviously we see that revisited later in um, The Witch is Familiar with Clara and Missy. Yeah. Although I wasn't so keen, and, and, and someone did also mention this to me as well, 
um, was that I, I, I didn't quite like that the machine programs a Dalek to hate. Or, you know, because like anything that Clara said, um, you know, where she's trying to tell the Doctor it's her, and you just got the Dalek screaming exterminate, like the, the machine itself. Yeah, that um, doesn't make any sense to me. Because yeah. if we go back to Genesis, it's the mutants that are mutated and programmed to hate, not not the Dalek not casing. The yeah. Yeah. Unless in the time where it's cheaper or a more easier viable option for them to put that in, like the programming essentially instead. Because I think now they're more sort of like machine like programmed and stuff, mm. like especially with all these extra weapons they've got installed with them and things like that. Compared to obviously like classic who, where it's I all just like I don't like. I think the, they gave that. I don't. Of... I don't like the random smoke. Is that a thing in the serial as well? Instead of the exterminate, they just do smoke. Yeah. So I, I put no in the serial. It's just like a. Uh, there's like a little felt thing that comes out of the gun like that, um, and it just sort of changes color slightly. Yeah, they um, just sort of like in, in, invert the image. Yeah, whereas oh, like this one, it's like uh, they've even built like uh, one of those automatic air fresheners, like a bit of Glade or something. Uh, yeah, I think what, what they've used is basically uh, a CO2 fire extinguisher and, and sprayed that out of it. Yeah, that's the only thing that puts these Daleks down for me in the movie because the, the design of them is great. It's a standard Dalek design. The colours are beautiful. Um, yeah, and I just love the bigger bumpers. And obviously the claws are great as well. Just like there's a bit more menacing, especially when they sort of like grip like Ian or Susan by the neck with these claws. It's a bit more terrifying than the plunger. Yeah. It just, adds, it just adds that extra like fear. But then when they come out with their little air freshener guns, it's like, nah, can't do it. And also, also like, I don't get the weird yeah. spinny claw thing either because there's a really, you had the car outside of there. Was... <laughs> <laughs> there's someone ordered a Deliveroo or, or an Uber Eats or something. If so, why didn't you get some for the whole show? Oh, and have you got right. Nando's again? No, no, I uh, had uh, pie mesh this evening. Nice. I haven't eaten anything since one o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. <laughs> I, um, you must be very hungry. I am, and I can't cook anything either. So it's like oh. my night is going to be hell. So it'll be KFC for you. No, um, no, no, no I, I have no money. So it's also hell. Uh, we'll put a donation. No, just ask, him, just ask Bank of Mum. But like, Mum, I need some food. <laughs> um, no. Um, me. Or, go, or, uh, so, or you better go rent to Nan and Grandad's and. Because obviously, you know, what? what at at, at, at 10 o'clock at night, yeah. Rather than 10 o'clock at night, yeah, I need food. Um, yeah, just help yourself to whatever's in the fridge. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then um, go away. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't think that would go down particularly well. So, uh, right. also not legal at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't 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 oh. be travelling to places where 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 you where you shouldn't be, people. I um, I am I am technically allowed to go into my grandparents' house. I'm just allowed to go near them because I deliver their shopping. So. Help put it put um, it into because uh, I um it's kind of it's kind of a shame thing. I can get low down, they can't they can go high up. So it's sort of like I do all the, the low stocking because they've got such bad backs that if they try and bend down anywhere close, they will just like break. Um yeah. Yeah, anyway, so should we talk about the ending of the, the movie? It's on crack, mate. Which you... Yeah. So they're running through the corridors, um, obviously ambushing the Daleks. Um, 
and obviously Doctor Who and Susan have been captured. So it's down to still the not, I'm still not used to that Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, so it's down to the Thals, Ian and Barbara to go and rescue Doctor Who and Susan um, and take down the Daleks, essentially, because the Daleks have set up a bomb. Is that right? Um, I think they've uh, set, uh, yeah, set like a, a countdown timer to um, blow up the uh, the Thal jungle or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, something like that anyway yeah yeah there's one thing that i sort of annoyed me slightly is that the daleks were obviously they're really fast these daleks in these corridors they're proper fast zoomed fuck out. boy yeah they're like yeah proper like you know going down them um and they're saying stop to obviously doctor who and susan and that lot um but they're not stopping obviously because why would you um why are they not firing at them while they're running like at the same time, it's just like because hot like, convenience, Macaulay. Yeah, and then they also get in the lift, and then they fucking like blow up the the, the lift floor as soon as they go up. Um, yeah, so it just feels like they can't multitask these Daleks. Yeah, for me, I didn't like the ending at all because it was too fast. Like I know they wanted to condense it down, but it could have done with five more minutes, even ten. What, what would you have added? Well, I don't know because I've not seen the original serial, but it just happens uh, too fast. They just uh, spread out the ambush a bit more. So yeah, bit yeah, more spread out, spread out the final bits because it's like they're in a cave within eight minutes to go, and then they're out of the cave two minutes later, and they're battling Daleks. It's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Like, they need more time to breathe a little bit. I feel like, like for example, there is a scene that I really like, which is definitely in the original serial, but I didn't like how Christian plays it, which is a scene where the Thals they don't want to fight, where the leader of the Thals like we're not fighting, so the, the Cushing's like. We'll take your girlfriend to the Daleks. Um, and there's this really good scene where he's like, oh, so you'll fight for something. And the delivery of that I thought was really good. Because like I said, I can't judge the writing of this because it was already written. But I thought the way Cushing played it, I can imagine him, obviously I can't really prejudge, but I can imagine in my head, he played it a lot lesser than what Hartnell would do. And I really like the subtlety to that. Apart from the cheeky wink, the cheeky wink sort of ruined it a little bit. But I thought that scene was superb. But I think the, with with uh, Cushing playing uh, Doctor, Doctor Who, Who, I think it. I mean, just, <laughs> every just like fucking Hartnell. time, it's like I don't. It's uncomfortable, you know. It's weird. I mean, just like Hartnell was the Doctor, uh, and I, I I feel that even more so with Cushing is that there seems to be a lot of twinkle and sparkle uh, about his particular uh, take on Doctor Who. Doctor Who, um, and you know, you know, certain you know various uh, reactions and you know things that he does, and uh, I mean, he, even as Alex says, you know, where he does that, you know, that you know little wink to um, uh, is it to Ian? Um, but yeah, I, I just love little things like that, um, and, and I, I think he just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I definitely think it's probably my fav- one of my favourite things about the movie. It's probably Cushing's performance and the Dalek designs. I just thought those were both, you know, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, they they succeed um, with the Dalek City, and then we end, like, in the TARDIS, essentially. So we get, well, TARDIS. They don't call it the TARDIS. They call it TARDIS, which is another annoying thing. 
It's like it's like you know when you it's like when you try and you know when you try and be different for the sake of it, it just didn't need it. I think yeah. they had to probably like make it somewhat different to the TV serial. Um, yeah, because the serial they call it the ship, don't they? They don't really call it TARDIS or the TARDIS. They call it ship. But go back to yeah. the ship thing. But I feel like because it's an American audience that haven't seen Doctor Who before, essentially, it's it's drilling it into them, um, the names and stuff. Which it needs. Um. Yeah, I just uh, I think overall this is not a bad film. Actually, I, I do enjoy it mostly. Like, I joke about the stuff that annoys me because it's silly. Like all of my issues are really apart from the seat thing that still pisses me off. The weird stall that that's that's the only thing that like, legitimately annoys me. Um, but no, I think this is a decent film, uh, and overall, I will enjoy it. I'll probably go back and rewatch it every now and then. I don't, I don't think I'll get. You know, it's not one of those Doctor Who episodes that's too. Because again, it's only seventy minutes, really, so it doesn't ever say it's welcome. You watch it and you go, "That was all right." You know, it's sort of like it be one of those films I watch maybe once every couple of years or something. You know, and I'm yeah, excited. I think Hopefully, we'll us three will come back for the uh, second one eventually down the line. I don't think it'll be a quick po- new podcast because, or you know, very in quick session. But um, you know, just I think it'd be interesting to see what the second one's like. I've, and also, it's got Bernard in it, so it's immediately a ten out of ten. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, the ending. Um, but I, the bit I did quite like was um, when they come out of the TARDIS um, and they have that sort of Star Wars sort of themed. Um, award ceremony, yeah, where it's like you know, they're all there in a row and they get greeted by all of these styles and they walk up to like the leaders and they give them these um style capes as their reward. Um, although if Chewbacca was there, I feel like the um, the styles would give him a cape because he deserves it too. Um, much nicer than the rebels, I think. Um, yeah, they get their capes and then they fuck off back in the TARDIS and then you get the uh, the cliffhanger which is quite odd in a film. Um, you get this weird point of view of these Romans that are too sort of like big coming at the doors, um, which would make you think that's the next film, but it isn't. So there's a lot of uh, room there. Weirdness for... going on. Even though the next yeah. series was Edge of Destruction anyway, so it doesn't even link with the show. No. Right? But I'm sure that's an avenue the movie era sort of universe can dip into via Big Finish. I know that they did want to sort of like, uh, I mean, Terry Nation, um, he wanted to have a, a, a Dalek series. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, because he had all the and Dalek then, merch and stuff he tried to plug at that sort of time as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and then I, I think, yeah, something happened and, and then, it, yeah, it just it just didn't happen in the end. Um, mm. And I think maybe another movie was in the works, I'm not too sure. Um, but I, I think if they ever did it in like a way where, you know, as time went on, when you had Pertwee as the doctor and then the master came in, I think if they had the master in, you know, the, the Peter Cushing, uh, Doctor Who movies, I think the best person to have played the master would have been Christopher Lee, because yes. I mean, you had Christopher Lee with, um, Peter Cushing in more or less everything, you know, all the Hammer horror films uh, and things like that. But uh, Christopher Lee always played the the perfect sinister villain 
and and you know to have him as the master or or, or a similar name of the master uh, I, I think he would have been amazing the not yeah, the not think... the not master let's call him the not master the not master yeah and i think a good representation of christopher lee being that sort of way um sorry to bring it up again but um episode 2 of star wars in Attack of the clones you know where he's like with obi-wan in that scene um playing like opposites it gives me that same sort of vibe so i can picture it in my head if you sort of switch that scene and place it in doctor who i feel like it fit very well yeah i agree it's almost that like i want to be your friend but at the same time i'm also your enemy sort of thing it gives off that that vibe no no i i get you with that and i think yeah Yeah. i think i think it'd be really good and really fun i mean look there is, there is, there is precedent. People have asked for for me to do get everyone together and do like a Doctor Who story pitch meeting type thing. We all pitch our very Doctor, which could be a thing we do down the line to spruce things up um, eventually, which would be kind of cool. We all know that Owen would have the worst Doctor Who stories because they would all involve the Who shop being in peril and the Doctor coming into the the Who shop and being like, "How does this work? I'm real, but I'm not." And Owen would be the new companion at the end of the story. That's how that his story would go. Am I right or am I right? Well, there you go. Um, you, am I right? Or... More merch with his face on it. That's all he wants. Yeah, Owen Luckhurst with um Owen Luckhurst with the yellow jumper and the and the the, the really cool effect he's got on his new the original fur, fur, yellow wiggle. Um, original, we're all original yellow wiggles. But is there anything else I want to say within this film before we give our rating scores? And I think it's going to be quite interesting. We give rating scores in this one. So when we go to the second film in a couple of months or what have you. Just looking up. at um, so, some other uh, facts about it. Um, so you were just, in just it because you're on... that old. You were in it because you're that old. So just just looking up on uh, the Wikipedia's. Um, so um, so it says here, Amicus bought an option to make the story and two sequels uh, from Terry Nation and the BBC uh, for five hundred pounds. Um, so obviously they're, they're to you know buy um the bbc to actually have the use of you know yeah yeah um and obviously yeah the daleks were redesigned for the film specifically um what else we got uh and i think also it's it's also around when dalek mania started as well because yeah i mean even though you know kids were mad about the daleks you know when they first appeared but i think that the, the movies were, were so sort of big at the time that's probably what kick-started it off and i know with dalek mania um a lot of the branding on that is uh mainly the movie style daleks on that branding yeah um, i think because yeah. I, I think because this is i think because this is the first time where you can see, especially, you know, within that time, you see the Daleks in crystal clear vision. You know, I'm not saying that the 60s who looked bad because it was what television looked like, but this would be, imagine seeing those creatures of this quality, you know. I mean, obviously we've got blue HD restoration, so we even see a better quality, but imagine seeing them in colour and vibrant, and it even makes them more scary, to be honest, you know, and it makes them more menacing, I think, especially the red and gold yeah. and the, 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 the is there, isn't it black and silver as well? Isn't that the other one? Um, yeah. So those those look, you know. I don't. I'm not. Uh, black, I'm not. Black, I'm black not, gold and silver. I think black gold and silver. Yeah. I'm not massively a fan of the blue silver gold. The one McCauley's got there. It's a bit of a mishmash. It's sort of like if you gave a five year old how they describe design a Dalek and they put almost every color into one. But 
But no, overall, yeah. So uh, let's go alphabetical order. So I'll go first. And I always say that. I always forget my name's A, so it never works. I always like to be like genuine and be like, oh, let's Ooh. make it fair. I've just also seen on here that um, the, the Dalek voices, uh, which were actually uncredited, uh, but David Graham uh, voiced um, uh, some of the Daleks. So he, he did some of the Dalek voices in uh, the TV serials as well in the 60s. Uh, and David Graham, I think he was also the voice of Parker in Thunderbirds. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he would have done uh, that sort of stuff with um uh what, what do you call him uh, uh jerry anderson yeah that, that's the yeah. name i was trying to think of uh i still have also, no idea who yes. the fuck that is jerry anderson, <laughs> jerry anderson? nope <gasps> wow thunderbirds Captain I've, Thunderbirds, Captain uh, Scarlet, I've, I've seen the 2003 vanessa hudgens version i've not watched any of the puppeteer stuff Hang on, that's got, hang on, that's, hang on, hang on, that's got Sapphire Mars in it, the 2000s, and that, that, that is, that is a great film, that puppet shit cannot get anywhere close to the quality of the 2003 Thunderbirds film. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm looking on the the 2003 version. You wouldn't be because you don't like, you wouldn't be because you don't like fun. Um... Soundtrack. Um, so yeah. Don't <laughs> be mad, please stop. Bagger, banger, mate. Oh, and do you like that song? Yeah. Oh, it's right. oh my god, I mean, this one. Um, anyway, oh, yeah, so uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, was also filmed in uh, uh, Shepperton Studios. Uh, I'm going to leave the original police box for it doesn't exist anymore because it was falling apart. They literally blew it up. What? Um, yeah. You, you'll also find out about that on, on also the, the Terry Nation Army uh, videos if you watch that. Uh, and it was mistaken that uh, uh, that the police box uh, we have in our shop uh, was using Daleks Invasion of Earth. Um, but Terry Nation's Army, they, 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 they've they done their... Uh, so Gav Rymill and uh, the other chap who does it as well. Um, can't remember his name. Kieran Hyman. They, 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 they've done their homework on on uh, police boxes and discovered that it uh, the art police box in the shop was used uh, in I think it was Ealing Studios. I think that's where it was used. Go to the Who shop. Go check out the official Who shop YouTube channel. Owen's on it every only, week. The only uh, best place to get Doctor Who merch. Owen's. Owen's Owen's on the YouTube channel weekly, unless he's not, in which case I'm very sad. No offense, Alex. Like you had a good episode, but it's just it's not as funny as Owen because it makes me laugh. Um, uh, can we bring um, the dog back? That's what I want. I want the dog. Can we get more dog action? Oh, oh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, that's what I want in life. Bring the dog yeah. in. Fuck, I mean, fuck, we... fuck you and Alex. Just let the dog host the weekly roundup. <laughs> Put the we, want, we, want, we want to put fluff in it, but because she's like, she literally bounds around the shop like a ball in a china shop. Um, the money she, can't ball. Sorry, had to do it. You cannot get her to sit still. Um, so yeah, it'd be pointless trying to get her into it at the moment. Uh, but Bert is perfect because like he's like seven years old. He just he'd rather just like sit there and you know like well you know sit upwards and and just sort of like start falling asleep. Um, Right. So, Owen, which, which probably most of your uh, listeners, uh, which are probably doing right now. Um, 
<laughs> Why are you on here? First of all, Macaulay insults the lack of audience I have. Now you're saying all my listeners don't enjoy. What's the point? <laughs> no, no, I'm done. Bent in it. Um... Wow, oh, oh, that's it. That's it. So, so Alex Kingdom has now left the podcast. Alex Kingdom has been saved. It's it's up to you now. It's up to you now, Owen. It's your podcast. It's up to you now. Now, now it can become the official Who Shot podcast because Owen will do it. They'll be like, <laughs> yes, yes, stuff you know, doing a bloody uh, YouTube and running a podcast at the same time. You know, I, I'd have no life. Um, <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so do you think? Do you think I have a life? Uh? I'm gonna I'm gonna get Owen to go first because he's got he's information man. I feel like this. I feel like start positive and then slowly, you know, see where we end up. Out of so ten, Owen. Out, out, give a summary uh, and out of ten. Give a summary and out of ten. McCall edit right there. That's the best way of doing it. Okay, okay. Um, so I mean, uh, it's it's always been a favourite of mine. Um, uh, I I'd, I'd give it a eight out of ten. Oh, good. oh, I'm in between two, and it's probably, you probably think it's lower than it is. So, do you want me to go next, Alex, so you can uh, refine yeah, your, your answer? Yeah, I'm going to see based um, on where you are and then I'll... Yeah, so obviously we watched this movie because I said I'd never watched it before. Um, so, well, I have watched it many times, but only the first 10 minutes, and I've never got past it. But this time, plough through. Um, so I'll... Originally, I wouldn't have given it a score. I wouldn't give it a time of the day. But after watching it today, I've definitely gone up in my estimates. And I would, I would stick with Owen and go with an eight as well. Um, it's not perfect. Um, but, you know, if you set aside the little bit at the beginning that I'm not too sure on, I think it's a great film. It's really enjoyable. Um, and the look of it is amazing. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go seven. Because... I know, I know, I complain a lot, but everything I complained about was just little niggles that just made me laugh. Like, yeah, like whenever that, whenever there'd be little story things where, like, the you know, the Ian thing getting in out of the Dalek is the the main thing. It's like, well, it just makes no sense. He got in so easily but couldn't get out. The the seat thing still does annoy me though. That still makes no sense. And I like the Daleks are so smart, but that lodge, what? I still don't get it. How do they use that door? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> Um, no, I think I'm excited to watch the second one. If that's even better, I'm excited to watch that because it is because I'm I'm, I'm excited to see. Well, it's not so quite Ian. It? It's not as they got Ian and Barbara in it. Cause I know they get they get replaced. Don't they? No, 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 Ian and Barbara. Does that have so season? You've, you've, you've got uh, Bernard Cribbins in it instead. Uh, and what's and... his character's name? Uh, uh, no, uh, 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 PC Tom Campbell. Okay. Nice. Well, there, well, there we That's go. Completely so, different anything we want to plug, chaps? We'll start with Macaulay. He's at the top now. Me, okay, brilliant. Um, Plugging wise, there's nothing I want to plug essentially. Um, Your phone charger? Me, um, you can, you can, yeah, <laughs> I can plug in my phone charger. Um, probably the iPad charger. Are you not going to post to YouTube anymore, Macaulay? Is that dead in the water now? Um, probably. No. Um, you can follow uh, me what? on Twitter. <laughs> I got power rollers for nothing. I think we're gonna start a new power roller. No, trend. I will. I will do it. I just need. I just need the time and things. To do. I've got. A, I've got a laptop coming on its way, um, so I can actually do things like editing and stuff. I'm re. 
um, energizing my photography. Um, I started taking more pictures and stuff. So I was waiting for this laptop to arrive so I can start editing them and post them and then I can start the videos and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at McCauley Cairns. I'm sure Alex will tag it in a tweet. That you I always see. do. I always tag it in the tweet. It's always in the description. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always posting about new merch and stuff. It's always fun. Um, that's it, really. Um, what about you, Bowen? Oh, who cares? Anyway, thank you uh, all for watching. Um, no, obviously, go check out the Who Shop. New merch every week. Go check out the official Who Shop YouTube channel um, as well. There'll be a and link then, to both in the description. Don't forget to follow me with... with uh, oh, no, go uh, fuck that. Uh, Dr. Disco uh, Dr. Disco 63 on Twitter, on Twitter Instagram, Instagram, Instagram TikTok, 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 LinkedIn... Um, Bebo, Tinder. He's even on called Facebook, that on Tinder. MySpace. Not that you Pixel. Not, Pixel. What the fuck is that? Oh, this is like oh god, it's like long since MSN. The dawn of time, way before Bebo and Facebook. M um, MSN. Everything was all covered in glitter. Um, on anyway, DS download play. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you guys all so much for joining us. LimeWire. Me and Owen will be back next week, if my estimations are correct, with our drunk watch along plus review at the end of it of the Horns of Diamond, which me and Owen will film at some point, but not today because my voice is fine. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Anyway, sorry, I got lost in the trance there. I started praising and it made me have a moment. But thank you all for watching, and I shall catch you all soon. Take care. McCauley will be back soon with Spider Man, eventually almost there, so he'll be there to chat some only because it's Tom Holland really is why he wanted to do it but it's fair yeah. it's fair, fair point. Yeah, I like that how dare you no, I don't think anyone's going to judge you for that um, yeah. it's Tom Holland <laughs> yeah, to the end of this podcast it's Tom Holland's great go check out Tom Holland oh. okay and cut <laughs>